Hey, you. Want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers! you what you're in for with this film then I don't know what will cue the music you're only given a little spark of madness followed Mr. Carpenter what he saw couldn't have been a dream it was too real but it couldn't have been true either it was too deliciously frightful Frank that's yesterday old times are only good when you've had them that after night all alone daddy's all pent up let's freak irrational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Why, hello, and welcome to another episode of Film Spark. I am your host, Ebony, and this is gonna be a ride. <laughs> uh, happy St. Patty's Day to anyone who's listening on the time of this recording. Being a film uh, podcast, I had to be extremely cliche and do a leprechaun film. But while everyone else is doing the original, I thought I'd jump a few and we'll get into Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the hood. So I'm not going to lie, I struggled. I was meant to record this a few days ago and I'm struggling hard to decide on how I feel about this film. Um, I also want to apologize if my voice goes in and out or a bit croaky through this. Two days ago, I saw My Chemical Romance and my voice has been all over the place since. So... <laughs> Just a warning. Um, well, look, let's let's just start at the beginning because that's what we do, and I'll give you the synopsis of the film. So, when aspiring hip hop performers Butch, Postmaster P, and Stray Bullet cross record producer Mac Daddy, their grudge against him leads to their own peril. After they break into Mac Daddy's home and swipe an ancient medallion from a grotesque statue, the evil leprechaun is freed from his magical prison. Soon the sinister little man is on the trail of Butch, Postmaster P, and Stray Bullet, along with Mac Daddy himself. Um, 
there is so much wrong with this film. <laughs> so much wrong with this film. I don't even know where to start. I mean, the music alone. <laughs> so Mac Daddy is played by Ice-T. So if that doesn't give you some sort of indication as to what this film is, I don't know what will. Because that rap at the start that I played you guys is actually the closing rap. So there is more music before that. <laughs> like the raps that come out of this film. I mean, it's highly entertaining, but it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, as an example, <laughs> we've got Jesus loves me. This I know. If he don't. I'll find a hoe. His mama's name was Mary Jo and his disciples was some bad mofo. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, let's rap about Jesus and call him or his disciples a mofo. And, you know, it's it's nuts. This movie is nuts. Warwick Davis as Leprechaun never, ever disappoints. If you haven't seen the other films, I mean, you don't need to to see this. This is a standalone film. You need... To know nothing about the others. But if you do, I highly suggest going back and watching um, at least the first one. Because it's he's, oh, he's just, he's crazy. Crazy as his character. And there's no real, like, oh, how do I describe it? Warwick Davis's Leprechaun is so mundane that it adds to the character. Like, he, there's nothing to the guy other than pointing a finger and shooting magic and killing people. But, like, it's not like you really see any kills. He's just pointing his finger and doing shit. But his attitude is, like, so one-tone, as you can tell in that rap. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So the, mo- the movie starts off, from what I can tell, is meant to be, like, a clip of Ice-T back in the 70s. They've got him in this horrible little fro and like these big bell bottoms and oh, it's ridiculous. Now, I may have missed something because I'm not going to lie, like I struggle to pay a lot of attention to this film, but I don't think they ever really say where they are. They just specify the fact that they're looking to steal gold that's supposedly in this place that they've appeared in. And... <laughs> So they find the gold and Warwick Davis obviously is like before he's released he's he's a statue so like I said in the start of the film like the synopsis it says it's a grotesque statue so he's there as a statue with the gold bling bling around his neck (laughs) and a whole bunch of gold around him and them being there to steal it they stole it but as soon as you move the medallion off the neck Warwick Davis comes alive and um there's this weird scene of them all like struggling and fighting to like get out of this I don't know cave or whatever the fuck it is alive and the guy the guy that's in there with iced tea to steal the gold dies by fucking um oh my god what are they called you know those hair picks they're like a little hair it's like a comb and dies by that but it's so ridiculous like they did not spend any money at all on this film this is like low low budget and if if i do research and i find out they've spent a lot of money on this film i want to slap whoever spent the money because i could have made it look more realistic in my house 
Anyway, uh, so he kills the guy with the hair comb and he's frolicking around dying and there's a little kerfuffle between iced tea and leprechaun and the next thing you know, the next thing you know, um, like Warwick becomes a statue again and, you know, ice, ice tea leaves. And then it comes to like, it, it skips to present day. Where we meet the awesome rap trio, Butch, Stray Bullet, and Postmaster P. And it's so stupid. They're like, why is your name Postmaster? And he's like, because I'm like a delivery guy. I'm going to deliver a good message through my music. And it's all like, be kind to each other. And, you know, it's not about hoes. And it's not about, you know, the game. <laughs> he's so like specific about it and he's so dead on this fucking message and that's like the theme throughout the whole film is their music and they're trying to become like big rap stars <laughs> it's so stupid um so yeah so they're like early 20s late late teens maybe i think early 20s and um you know they're doing whatever they can to get money so there's a scene where they walk into a pawn shop and they're like this is Jimmy Hendrix's guitar and it's signed by him and <laughs> it's got the signature and like the date it's supposedly signed but it's been signed like a year or two after he died and the guy at the pawn shop's just like I'm no fool I know when he died this isn't you know his guitar and they're like no that's not true <laughs> he died then and I'm like oh god and then we get then we get to my favourite character in the whole film. So there's two pawn shops. So one's like a Chinese pawn shop sort of thing. And then there's like the main one. The main one is the one that just pushed them away. The Chinese one with Mr. Chow. <laughs> Mr. Chow is ridiculous. He's the most cliche Chinese character in a film. And the shit that he says... <laughs> so ridiculous and then he comes out and <laughs> he does like a dance and he's like yeah go Mr. Chow <laughs> and he's doing this stupid dance and it just it makes no sense this film makes no sense it is shambles between Ice-T being a record producer and then on top of that, you've got, I mean, like, the worst record producer. And then on top of that, you've got this fucking trio of rappers who's trying to spread the good message. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, the leprechaun is chasing them around. <laughs> oh, and then it gets to, <laughs> they realize that the leprechaun has come to life and it's chasing him and whatnot. And, like, every scene, it's almost like, the leprechaun is a few steps behind them. So, like, they'll be doing something and then the leprechaun will appear. But there's nothing really more... Like, there's no substance to this film. Like, I could easily just fall asleep to this film. It is just so... It's like you fall asleep between scenes and then wake up to the most ridiculous thing you've ever fucking seen. Like, I don't... I don't understand who this person is. But there's a person in the film that's... I think meant to be a... I don't know if they're trans or if they're just a cross-dresser in the film. But for whatever reason, they seduced the leprechaun. <laughs> oh, 
God, this film. Why does? Why would anyone want to seduce the leprechaun and take it to bed? And then they're like full going at it. This, this whole like minute of listening to them go at it, and then obviously you know it's a leprechaun. He kills it after it, but I just. Why was that needed? Why why was that needed? It added nothing to the film. Nothing to the film whatsoever. And that's essentially what this film is. It's a bunch of really random clips that are just mushed together with a really pathetic excuse of a storyline thrown in. And yet it's so bad it's good. <laughs> Like, you've got the raps, you've got the leprechaun, you've got really awkward sex scene, you've got the most ridiculous killings you've ever seen, you've got iced tea. Like, no joke, I thought Coco was going to come walking out. I thought it was going to be like, hey, look at iced tea as this huge, like, rap producer, and then part of his little posse would be like, Coco would come out, and <laughs> she'd just be on his arm. Oh, why didn't they do, they should have done that. They should have done that, they should have had her come out. But this film is definitely, like, for me, I couldn't watch this again sober. Like, if I'm going to watch this film again, like, I need some drinks and I need some friends. So this is definitely a film to put on when you're feeling low and you need to pick me up. And you have your friends over, order some pizza and get absolutely drunk to the ridiculousness that is Leprechaun in the Hood. The fact is even called that, like, Leprechaun in the Hood and the whole film is just about rap. Like, it's, it's so cliche, and yet it is absolutely hilarious. And it's just, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to rate this, because it is just so out there. Like, it, like I said, it is so bad, it's good, but is it that good? <laughs> like, is this, are we talking shark side of the moon good? Am I going higher? Am I going lower? Because, I mean, let's be real, if you haven't heard the last episode, like, the favourite part about that whole film for Shark Side of the Moon is the green screen moonwalking. So this movie lacks that. And I feel like every movie should have green screen moonwalking when no one knows what they're doing because it just it adds so much to the film. So if Leprechaun in the Hood had that, <laughs> I could probably rate it a bit higher. But it doesn't. But it does have the Jesus rap. But then it also has really weird sex scene. But then it also has that amazing rap at the end of the film that you heard at the start of this episode. <laughs> it's like, is there more pros? Is there more cons? Like, it's very reminiscent of the time that it came out. Like, in March, the year 2000. This has 2000 written all over it. The type of rap, the type of acting, the scenery, iced tea, iced tea, like, come on. <laughs> and then like, oh my God, I didn't even mention the best part of the film. Oh, I'm such a bad person. <laughs> the best part of the entire film is when Ice tea realizes that the leprechaun is back and <laughs> he smokes and he, he lights up a joint and then the leprechaun has it. <laughs> the next thing you know, the leprechaun is high. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? And then you never see him do it again after that. Like, it absolutely adds nothing to the film other than, what, 30 seconds of him lighting it up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then he walks out. So they're in, like, a club and then they're in the bathroom. So they're smoking. And then he walks out and then he hears rap music for the first time. And then apparently he's all of a sudden into rap and he's a rapper himself. <laughs> like, why? 
We have a rapping leprechaun. We have these three idiots that don't know how to rap at all. You got Ice T running a record label. <laughs> You've got... This is such a shambles of a film, but it is so much fun. And the one-liners. Oh my god! If there's anything to take away from this review, it is to watch the film just for the one-liners, because they are ridiculous. A friend with weed is a friend indeed, but a friend with gold is the best, I'm told. I'll take it from you, homie. You'll see, because you know the leprechaun is the real OG. Like, what is this? Or not long after, the leprechaun comes back to life, and they're looking at it and like, what the fuck is that? And Stray Bullet goes, I don't know, Chucky on crack? Shoot that motherfucker. Like, these are so... This is absolutely ridiculous. Hey, you, you listen to me. You don't want to fuck with me, okay? I hope you had sex last night because I'm going to come over there and I'm going to cut off your dick. Then I'm going to feed it to my pet. Then I'm going to burn this shit. When it comes out of my goddamn dog's ass, you hear me? Don't fuck with me, bitch. <laughs> now picture iced tea saying that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's so chaotic. Return my gold, you dirty hoods. You'll get more loot than Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave the quotes there because you guys need to hear them in the film. Like, so much fun and so fucking ridiculous. Um, But I'm going to leave it there. This was a really short and sweet little review. As I said, I thoroughly enjoyed the film, but I couldn't watch it again sober or by myself. And um, watching it with a friend definitely helped and helps. So highly recommend you do that because <laughs> you might find yourself falling asleep between scenes and if you start doing that, you start missing all the, the nuggets of gold throughout the film. So with that horrible pun being said, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Next week is, I'm so excited. I'm so glad I'm doing this. Next week is Billy Madison. Um, if you know me, you know why I'm so excited to do that film. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. If you're celebrating St. Paddy's, please be careful. <laughs> if it's if you guys are like what it's like here in Oz in some of the pubs and places around here, just please be careful. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, enjoy your day. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry this review was a bit chaotic. I just... I struggled. <laughs> I struggled watching this. I've struggled reviewing it. Um, so I'll leave you guys with it's a two out of five, um, which is about the same as I rated Sharks Out of the Moon last week, I think. But they're both great for different reasons. Stupid reasons, but different reasons. Um, so I'm going to leave that with you guys. Enjoy your day and you'll hear from me next week. Bye. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.